Spark Studio presents People, People, People podcast. Hey everyone, episode two coming at you hot. Uh, I got to sit down with one of my dear friends, Leroy, that I've known for over 13 years. He's fantastic. We laugh way too much and we're just silly but we love each other and i was so honored to have this conversation with him so here's episode two Stoked to have you here on my yellow couch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be here and stoked too. And that's a good podcast name, the yellow. The couch. yellow couch. Well, it's technically called People, 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 <laughs> but we could that could be a subtitle. Really happy you're here. It's kind of crazy that we've known each other for 14 years now, uh, since 2009. Um, I just want to tell all the listeners out there, Leroy is the kindest person I probably know. Um, And he is absolutely fantastic, has a really good smile, and yeah, we're going to be friends forever. So glad you're (laughs) you're here with me. Yes, you heard it here first, forever. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, well, let's let's get into these questions. So the first question is, who are you? Oh, man. Well, before I start, thank you for that beautiful intro. Yes. Um, And... I think for me, it's a couple of things, but I, I think first and foremost, like I am, I am a supporter. I mm-hmm. feel like I, I really help, I really value helping others see themselves and fulfill, you know, what they feel like is their potential. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think oftentimes, you know, I, I want, I act as like a mirror Mm -hmm. sometimes when I'm with people and I really show them, I help them to see that it's okay to be themselves. And so I, you know, try to reinforce um, and support statements that they make. Uh, I try to listen Mm -hmm. and really hear what they have to say and then really kind of give it back to them in a way that, that shows that, you know, there's validation there, there's acceptance Mm -hmm. Um, and I, it just, it brings me a lot of joy to like, put, like bring people around me up, especially those that I love. So, um, so I would say that, um, I was thinking of a, a statement from, I believe it was a book, uh, called the untethered soul. Okay. And there, you know, in the first chapter, I forget the author, but, um, the first chapter, he poses the question of like, who, how would you answer the question? Who am I? Mm-hmm. And really the answer that he gave kind of like resonates with me and it's, I am, you're not, you know, a lot of times people will say like, Oh, I I'm a product designer. I'm a father. I'm a brother. I'm a this, I'm a that. Mm -hmm. And sure. Like everyone has their titles and their duties and responsibilities. But for me, I really feel like I just am a lot of times. uh, I just want to just take in everything and not impose myself on anything. I really want to, see how things play out. I don't want things to affect me in any type of way, you know, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. I just, ex- I just want to experience it. And then I can make a choice afterwards of like what I'm going to do, but I never really want to 
try to sway or influence anything because I feel like a lot of times you just can't have an authentic life that way. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And so, and, and that goes back to, again, being a mirror for others. Like, who are you? And like, when you're showing up, like, you know, I, I want you to be as open as possible to. And it's hard for people to do that, especially at our age too, where mm-hmm. like we've experienced so much everyone comes in with like all of this baggage, you know, yep. they're trying to put on a, a facade or uh, like be strong by like saying this, uh, you know, being a certain way with like their body language, even just like the way that they talk, communicate, it's all to present themselves in a way that they believe other people want to see them. And Very a lot true. of, and a lot of times they're just not able to actually have their own voice out there. So mm-hmm. that's what I want to get to. And so, Again, goes back to that I am. You yeah. Know? So I think that's like the second thing, and then you know, just like um, just a guy here <laughs> trying to do my best. You know, uh, you know, trying to figure things out, trying to be better um, than I was before the, the day before, um, and yeah, just just trying to be the best I can for those around me. Love it, and I think I think what's really cool, and I'll like always remember this when we had first met so we met in the dorms Mm -hmm. at cal state long beach Mm -hmm. and worked as student assistants um handing out mail and board games uh to college (laughs) students yeah 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 which was fantastic but i will always remember asking you like I hardly knew you. I probably knew you for a couple of weeks. And I said, hey, will you teach me Photoshop? And you were like, yeah. And like I came over to your house and you sat down with me and you like walked me through everything. And like that just goes back to what you said at the beginning of this, of that you want to be a supporter. And I have experienced that since day one with you as like a good friend that you've always been super supportive of me and you've also been super supportive of, you know, our friends in general and also just strangers. (laughs) And that's like really, really incredible because I don't think that there's that many people in this world that are that supportive. And that's really important. Like as, humans are living life like we cannot live life alone like I mean most people that have lived at least 30 years on this earth can like testify there's no way we made it this far by ourselves um and so I just like really want to affirm that like of you being supportive like that's incredible so hold on to that (laughs) thank you so much and no it it it's it's why like what you've become and mm-hmm. everything that you are now, I like obviously was just a small little part of that, that journey, but mm-hmm. to know and hear that and to like see the impact that it has like that, that's what it's all about. Cause it's just like, like everyone is so beautiful in some type of way, mm-hmm. but to really realize that beauty and stuff like that, like they have to be able to grow and they have to have uh, the the support and the nurturing and the healing and all this stuff and not just one person can do it for everyone but it's just like like try like just try to help as many people as you can on your journey yes um, because you just don't know what it can do and like you said it was just simple as 
uh, you know, Photoshop or whatever. But totally. the, the fact that you came up to me and stuff, that made an uh, impression on me too, because it was just like, you're being vulnerable. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there that just want to do it on their own. And like, I'm going to pave my own way. And then, but then to like, see someone recognize the energy or whatever, and then just put yourself out there. Uh, you know, it just says a lot, um, you know, just about being, just being brave, being curious, things like that. So anyway, mm-hmm. I appreciate you saying that. And, you know, I'm just so proud of everything that you've done since then. So. 14 years later. <laughs> and I know how to use Photoshop. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so well. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, the second question is, what do you believe in? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, well, since it's like fresh in my mind, like yeah. I believe, let's just talk about love. Because yeah. <laughs> that's definitely not a big one. Um, you know, one love is, to me, I believe mm-hmm. a choice. Yeah. And that's with anything, whether it's a thing, mm-hmm. a passion, a person, um, it is a choice to come back to it every single day. Um, yes. You know, and because that that thing, that person, that whatever, it's not always going to look the same. It's not mm-hmm. going to be glittery and shiny or whatever every single day true so for you to go back to it you really got to make that choice you really got to make that choice and so i yeah i i think about that often when i'm choosing to do anything totally why why am i doing this and you know even now i still find myself going towards things for reasons outside myself Mm -hmm. you know whether it's you know for the way i might feel like I'll be perceived or, you know, how this might make the other person feel. And I've gotten better about, you know, not necessarily falling for that, or at least being able to like recognize it when it happens so that I yeah. don't allow it to consume me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that's, I think probably the first thing. And then you get, you know, a lot of the stuff that I believe in is like very cliche, but it's like, you get, you get what you put in, mm-hmm. you get out what you put in. And that's so true. I mean, it's just the energy you put out there. Um, and it, it doesn't even have to be directed at like one single thing. Like it could just be the way you move through life. Yeah. And it just comes back. So like I've always just been about being positive, you know, like I, I've i just I've just seen too many people that like are so angry or so um like they have a chip on their shoulder. They have all these things. And they're actually pretty successful people a lot yeah. of times. But like there just seems to be like this level of like not being content. And bitterness probably. Oh, 100%. 100%. And, but, the, but I think also the problem with, you know, having some motivation that isn't positive is that I feel like it's always a, a fleeting thing that you're – that you're trying to either achieve or, or, or accomplish or whatever, because um, I, I just, I just feel like you're not in control of that thing. We're not you, in control of anything. Of, of anything. Yeah. So then to operate and move in ways that are dependent on something out of your, your control. Yeah. There's, there's no telling where that's going to take you. Whereas if you just move in a way that, you know, isn't going to hurt anyone, but also it might add value. Mm-hmm. Like somehow that comes back to you. Yeah. And, and it's it kind of hurts. this like effortlessness of, you know, you think about people that move through the earth in this world where it's weird. It's kind of like they're floating on a cloud in a weird way of like, 
they have this like positivity and they have this outlook on life where it's like, hey, no matter the circumstance, no matter what I face, like I can get through this or I can get through this with like a group of people instead of like, and it's looking at the world with a glass half full. Yeah. And I think that's just such a incredible perspective, especially because this world is wild. Mm. Like just to think about humans in general and how many like different humans there are in different cultures and different perspectives and the fact that we like semi get along is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like insanity. <laughs> um, so I think having more people in this earth that are looking at the world, like you're looking at it where it's like, how can I add positivity to this earth? And it's, it's not about you being perfect. It's not about you being like, Hey, I'm freaking awesome. Look at me. It's just like, Hey, I just want to try to make a better environment. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and that takes energy, but at the same time, then there's like beautiful stories that come out of it because when we do help others, I don't know, when I've like helped others and whatever, taking time aside to support someone or whatever it is, like, I think you get more value out of that than like being the person that's receiving the support. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I'd like, it's, yeah. no, that's, that's like, I feel like you, I don't know. Yeah. Like you, you do these things and then the value just is just inherent Mm -hmm. and 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 again like you said it's not what you it's not why you do it but it just be like as you move that way consistently then it just becomes like a part of life yes like you just move in that way and then life takes care of you in that way and and i'm not to say like you know good things or bad things don't happen to good people or all this stuff like obviously anything can happen at any moment good or bad and but I think there's a peace of mind knowing that, you know, you, you, you were just trying to do your best and provide value to whoever and whatever situation. And you mm-hmm. left the world in some way better than the way that you found it. And I think there, yeah, there's just peace of mind knowing that you, that you move that way. So I love that. Yeah. And I, there was one other thing yeah, that yeah. I feel like is really important uh, for me mm-hmm. in terms of what I believe in, it's like to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think like a lot of times, like a lot of my friends, family, uh, everyone's like, oh my God, Leroy, you're so lucky. You know, I've won a couple of contests, like, mm-hmm. Price is Right, all this, <laughs> another podcast, go look it up on YouTube, whatever. But like a lot of people are just like, oh man, like you're so lucky. But like, and like, oh, and you're, you know, you're successful in this and that and whatever. And like, the one thing that I feel like contributed to all of that was just that I like believed mm-hmm. that like it could be yeah. like I, you know, went on to, you know, again, the price is right or whatever. And like, I, like, I just, I thought it in my head. I was like, I can be on this show. Yeah. I can get up there and like it happened or whatever. I'm not saying that that <laughs> yeah. in my head made it happen, but to like show up to the studio with my brother, do all that, like, mm-hmm. And then get up there. That all started with like, this could actually happen. Same thing with like um, the career that I have. I started off as a graphic designer, ended up as a product designer. Mm-hmm. Would have never thought that those paths uh, 
would have like, you know, I would have transitioned from one to the other. Um, but there was just like a point and I, and I didn't think it would actually happen without having to go back to school and, you know, do all of this stuff to transition into this whole new career. And I literally just was like, well, I can do this though. Like I just need to ask the right questions. I need to have that drive, whatever. And I just feel like it all starts with belief and you can never have anything if you don't believe it first. And I just always hear, you know, people in, you know, uh, I guess my industry or, uh, people at my age or whatever. And it's like, oh, you can't have this or you can't do this. Or I don't think this is going to happen because of circumstance. Mm-hmm. But like, it really does start with just believing it can be. And then that is the foundation for everything else. Because if you don't believe it, then there's no amount of like hard work or dedication to make that happen. If yep. you don't truly believe it. And I think that's just like, you know, something that uh, would help a lot of people if they had again the support the mm-hmm. the community and like just this nurturing that would tell them that that that's the first step like you like make them feel like they can believe in yourself so yeah i totally agree and i think i think a couple of things like first of all that takes action from you so like you know the hardest step is the first step because oftentimes the reason why we don't go and do something is because we're afraid. And so then we don't take any action. We just go, oh, this feels more comfortable staying right here in my little comfortable box. When we know usually this is not where I'm supposed to be. So first of all, to take take action, like that's the biggest risk. Oh yeah. And then, you know, and then you keep on going. But I think even to rewind, like you would probably agree like this type of mentality was instilled into you by either your parents or your grandparents, like because you've had support from them to say like, Hey, Leroy, we believe in you and you can do this. Yeah. And now you're an adult and you live by yourself and now you're actioning this. Oh, hundred percent. And the crazy thing is, is like, I don't know if this is like our generation, but like our parents said, like you can grow up and be whatever you yeah, want yeah, to be, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because it's like I, I've had conversations and just heard from generations uh, before us where they look at us and they're like, "This is why your guys' generation is so messed up because your parents told you you can be whatever you want to be, and now you guys think you can be whatever you want to be, and, <laughs> and and you know you guys are all sad and like soft and stuff because like you're not getting things your way and this and that." Yeah. But I like completely disagree with that. I mean, I do get that you know, there are people out there that are entitled, like feel entitlement mm-hmm. to the life that they think they should have without working for it. Yeah. But like, like props to our parents for like telling us that, you know, or whoever out there was told that, like, that is like the beginning of it all. Mm-hmm. Like you need to believe you can do whatever you want and actually like believe that before you can do anything. And I just feel like without that, then you do fall prey to this thought that like there's a place for you. It's it's predetermined where it's like your circumstances are going to determine the rest of your life. They're going to define you. It's going to define you. You're going to be looking for the second best option. You're going to be looking for, uh, you know, something that can just make life a little bit easier for you instead of what you actually want. And so like, yeah, I just you're settling a hundred percent. You're settling, and and the and the crazy part is you're settling be- far before your potential is real. <laughs> you, people are settling at like 
18 because they didn't get into the college that they wanted or or uh, because they didn't land the job or whatever. And it's just like, like, damn, like all that just because someone, you know, made you feel like it, it was the wrong idea to like believe in something. Yeah. And I think, well, I, I have a lot of thoughts, but <laughs> I think one of those is like, we're afraid to fail, which mm-hmm. Failing is actually fantastic for us because that's where humans actually grow. And then I also was thinking this morning about like acceptance and like the whole idea of like people being accepted and we start to tailor our lives. Like you're saying at 18 years old or earlier on about like, well, what's acceptable? What is going to make me acceptable in society? What is going to make me this most successful? And it's like, well, is that really like being the most successful? Is that really, should that be your goal in life? Like Mm -hmm. over like, you know, other things. And so there's so many factors like floating around that are inhibiting people from actually going for their dreams. I think something that's also really interesting is like we both, so for the listeners out there, we're both designers. I'm an interior designer and uh, Leroy went to school for graphic design, but now is doing product design. And we both here and there mentor design students. And I think we could, Leroy can speak for himself, but I think one of the most satisfying things in mentoring design students is there's a lot of unknowns in their lives And so we're there to help them say like, hey, like I've made it through, I am doing well now. And I was there when in the same desk doing all nighters and people were mistaking me as homeless people, like, you know, (laughs) and so I think there's something really beautiful about how you were saying, Leroy, like coming around people and supporting them and reminding them like, hey, no, like you can go after your dream, like don't be afraid. Yeah. Um, and I think we need more of that in our in our cities, in our world. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, like exactly what you said. I mean, you know, you want to go there and be the be there for those in the situations that you saw yourself in. And like understanding what you went through and like the impossibilities that you overcame and stuff like that, and then realizing that you can help others in a way that you didn't have the help uh, when you were coming up. And it, it it's, it's rewarding, but it's also like, it feels like a responsibility a yeah. lot of times where you, you, you're at a crossroad or not even a crossroads, but you, you cross paths with others where you have an opportunity mm-hmm. to, to give them something to like help them on their journey with no, you know, reward or incentive for yourself. It's just more like, yeah, like you, you've met me at this moment in time and I have something that can help you. And it's not, to me, it's not like a, a, a coincidence. It's like, yep. no, the same way that like we cross paths and totally. then I was able to help you and, you know, it just blossomed into the, this 14 year relationship. Yeah. But like, again, that's not what you do it for. It's just to help. And yeah, it's just, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Like when you can just help someone on their journey, cause you know life is life is hard life is crazy and honestly too like anywhere someone is at in their life right now like you know in this 18 and up like Mm -hmm. it it took a lot to get to where we are right now yes like 
in this moment, we're only 18 or above, or, you know, even like when you're in middle school, whatever, like yeah. it takes a lot to get to where you are every single day. And so every day is a blessing, but like when you are able to, you know, have that moment where you're going to decide whether or not you're going to help someone, mm-hmm. like think about like, yo, like this person has come so far yes. in that moment. Um, and so like, you want to be the one to help them continue that journey. And I mean, and I think that's why it is even easy for me to just make that choice every time. Cause it's just like, yo, like good for you. Yes. Good that you are like wanting this for yourself, that you're reaching out for help. You're being vulnerable and like, you just want more for yourself and you're, and you're giving me the opportunity. Like, <laughs> like that feels awesome. And like, again, a responsibility. So I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay, third question is, what are you currently doing? Uh, well, um, so right now, uh, I am in the process of rebooting uh, a clothing company that I started with my friend. Uh, it was originally Ville in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we are rebooting it to, this is the first time I've told anyone. Exclusive. Uh, exclusive. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to call it Hello World. And essentially, it's my friend from college, one of my best buddies, and you know, from, uh, I don't know, five years ago or something like that. Like, I mean, I've known him since 07. Like, we mm-hmm. went to school and everything together. But we always knew, like, we kind of wanted to get out of our 9 to 5. And, like, we wanted to produce something that, like, felt, like, uh, real to us. Something that we would be passionate about and stuff. And we're both in in tech. He's actually working at a company called Relativity, and um, which launches, ro- creates rockets. Uh, I don't know if it's for commercial or private, but mm-hmm. um, so he's in there. I'm at Upwork and I am a product designer for the talent side of the business and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we are constantly in, we're t- always talking uh, in our like business lingo or whatever. So for those unfamiliar, like in tech, you know, you have things called sprints um, or it's like, it's like a development environment. It's like how you uh, plan and launch projects and things like that. And so me being a designer and like him being like on like the, the IT side of stuff, we, we talk often about the, the uh, duality of, of people that come into that, that space and how like we both have to collaborate with other teams to get something done. Great. And so we just thought, Hey, you know what? Um, you know, with our company is a streetwear clothing company. We're like, you know what? Like what, what if we brought that into like the streetwear space where we have these like moments of referencing streetwear, whether it's through like the material, the form and things, but then mm-hmm. injecting this, this uh, tech culture into it. And not like, you know, like those nerdy, like tech shirts that you see <laughs> as you, when you, when you start a tech company and they give you like their nice, like fun, uh, punny shirts and things like that, <laughs> but more like talking about like the, the duality that we play in, in corporate tech life where it's like, yo, like I got this job, but I'm also trying to get back and have my life yep, and like what that looks like. And just the day-to-day stuff. So that's that's uh, our goal is to somehow capture that duality, that balance, that work-life balance. And, that's like, fantastic. Inject in that. So, yeah, excited about that. Uh, hopefully by the end of the year. <laughs> Love it. We'll launch something. Um, I just started drumming, Woo. Uh, which is great. Uh, like, wanted to do that for, like, the longest time. Grew up, played piano for a couple of years. More of uh, something that my mom wanted us to try because she loves the piano. 
and I liked it too, but I just, it was really, I was really young when we started and Mm -hmm. just something that didn't stick, but drums always stuck out to me growing up because like it, like I just love uh, that like background bass and it just kind of seemed like the drums kind of gave you those hits and songs Mm -hmm. that you just really feel it. Plus I just love the mastery of being able to play all of the parts of a drum set and like just keep that beat and it just looks so intense too and i just i just love that so So much energy it is it's so much energy and it's like yo just give it all you got so anyway i reconnected with one of my friends from college who happens to be a musician uh artist he's in a band he teaches at a a school and we also ended up going to cal state long beach at the same time and just saw that yes go beach let's go baby all yeah all telling you this this long beach community goes strong so it was just great, yeah, to reconnect with him uh, after all those years. I saw that he was, like, teaching, and um, so it was just great, great way to pick that up, but also in a way where I could do it with someone that I was already friends with, so. Probably so get a lot of stress out, too. Oh, 100%. Like, we're listening to, like, some some rock, and we're doing, <laughs> like, a lot of pop songs right now, which is cool. I've been, I've been learning, uh, what is that, Imagine uh, Dreamers by Imagine Dragons, nice. and we do a little bit of uh, Clint Eastwood from the Gorillas. Okay. So we're like all over the place, but uh, it's, yeah, it's just been great. And I've been learning to like read music a little bit again, which is, uh, it's been fun. Uh, the one, and I love like my professor or my my mentor <laughs> slash, uh, you know. I uh, think you should go in next week and call him your professor. <laughs> my professor, hey, Professor Mike, his name's Michael. And um, he's just, he's really great uh, how he teaches because under all, each note, it's either an L or an R, so it's either left, right, left, right, Very and cool. something about that binary like uh, setup. It just it, it works for me. So nice. he's he's great with that. Um, and then I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I I think I'm I, I I'll probably be talking to you about this, but I'm trying to downsize. Okay. So I'm interested to hear what this means. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to my... So this kind of started... Uh, I just went on a trip to Detroit to go see my brother back in like March. Well, I guess it's still March, but yeah. beginning of March. And his apartment is like immaculate. Like yeah. he... My brother's an industrial designer and uh, he's just always had an eye for aesthetics and being very like minimal with his own aesthetic. But like now that he's got his own place, like that's really manifested in his actual space and so he's got like very little things out there but the things that he does it's very curated very much like your apartment here (laughs) and so that got me thinking and I went back to my apartment after the trip and just looking at all this stuff I have like painting or like uh prints of paintings that I I bought like in frames I still need to put up but it was like I never I like the pieces, but I never found a space for them. And then mm-hmm. I have a bunch of shoes. I probably have like upwards of like 50 shoes in my Love it. In my I'm closet. aspiring to be a sneakerhead <laughs> like you. I love it. I love all those shoes. And I, you know, I have all these clothes and I have all these like knickknacks and stuff that are just like out in my place. But like, it sometimes it just doesn't feel like functional. And then on top of that too, it's just like, I, it just feels like clutter. Yeah. And so... I just feel like I want to get to a place where my space speaks to me, but it's also a place where, you know, I feel like a very like clean, clean and safe, like energy. Cause I'm, I'm constantly like working from home, like every single day. And it, uh, 
it just feels like I'm kind of like packed in at times because I just have so much stuff everywhere. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I feel like that that is part of it. And then the other part about it, too, is like a lot of these things like I've I feel like I've my interest in my things that I'm passionate about have kind of shifted. Mm-hmm. So I was very heavy into like shoes and I was very have a moment where I was doing trading cards and, you know, I was like, oh, my God, I'm start buying stuff for my, my place and stuff like that. And I just started yeah. having these little moments. But then I noticed, you know, like I just have these things that I like wanted to try out and I built a huge collection of. And then it's like, yo, like, you know, okay, like what is what is what are the things that reflect where I'm at right now? And I kind of want to start seeing those things. That's cool. So I just want to get in the process. I have a lot of stuff. So I I love it. I mean, it's. I mean, I know someone that could help you, so uh, <laughs> maybe me. Yeah, I was going to um, say. <laughs> but what's really cool about that is I think I was thinking about this the other day is like, obviously, as an interior designer, like I'm like your brother where, you know, everything that I place in my home, like I want it to have some type of meaning or to bring me some type of joy. Um, and so I really think about like oh why do I why do I have this vase or why do I have this book and you know it might sound silly to like the average person but if we zoom out a little bit you we spend a lot of time in our homes especially post-pandemic you're in your home you could be in your home like almost all the time like you are and as a normal everyday person, you might not realize like, oh, like the way that your space is set up or the things that you have in there, like actually have an impact on like your mood and how you're feeling. And so, you know, you kind of said, oh, I feel a little cramped. And so it's like, okay, how can you like relieve some of that? And what can you move around? And what do you want to highlight like if it's some sneakers or some of those posters that you have and hang those up and and really have your space be a reflection of who you truly are because you know for me like I mean I'm designing mostly like uh, creative office spaces but the big thing always is like how do we have this space like reflect the company and the brand so it be an extension of them also with meeting the needs of the people. So a very humanistic standpoint and approach to design of what are the needs? What are your needs? Um, what are the needs of the people coming into the office? Like, do they need like lounge furniture for team meetings? Do they need focus rooms so that the people, employees can not be distracted? And that and at a micro level that goes back to your home, like even though your home may be really small or gigantic, it's like, what are, what are your personal needs mm-hmm. and how do you tailor that to yourself? So yeah. there's very much an, I don't think most people uh, see like the art to interior design, but it does have a huge impact on your emotions. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like you need that, you need that space to speak to you and yeah. it like needs to feel like home, but it also needs to be functional. And on top of that, it needs to represent you yeah. when people come over. Cause uh, I mean, <laughs> Sarah's come over a couple of times and uh, wasn't a fan of that rug. <laughs> But it's okay, you know, I wasn't either, but that was to my point. Like I got at the new place and like 
I was like, I need a rug. <laughs> Bought the first rug at like Target or whatever. <laughs> Two years later, Sarah's like, oh, okay. I like everything in here but that rug. But I mean, you got a point. And it, and it, it does. I want, I want it to speak uh, to me. So, I, I, you know, if anything, moving forward, starting to be a little bit more intentional about what I bring into yeah, my yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you know. Okay, I'll come over soon and help you out. Yes, please. <laughs> I love it. Well, seriously, thank you so much for coming and sitting on my yellow couch. And it's just cool to kind of like reflect back on the fact that we have known each other for 14 years. And it's just, you know, I think oftentimes we uh, take things for granted in our lives. And it's cool to just kind of pause and realize like, wow, like uh, the friendship that we do have is I know that we both would say is very important to both of us. And um, it's just really cool to have um, just an incredible friend like you that's so well-rounded and and truly genuinely cares about others. And like you said, wants to be supportive and wants to put a, a, a positive vibe out in this world. Like that's what this world needs. And so I just really, really appreciate you. So thank you. Oh my gosh. Uh, thank, <laughs> no, thank you so much. That was, that was really nice. And like, I, I can't begin to tell you like, you know, this friendship that we've had, like, I think over time, like I've realized how much this relationship has meant to me. Cause it's mm-hmm. like you said, been 14 years, but you've been one of the constants, constant, people in my life over that time span where you would just constantly just reach out, check in on me, see how I was doing. And, you know, it really like dawned on me that like, yo, like this is someone who really cares about you and like wants you to just be in a good space. And like, it's just continued to grow over the years. So I really appreciate you for just being like, you know, one of my best friends that has uh, just continued to be there, but then also just like, being the person that you are, because we also have a lot of mutual friends mm-hmm. that, you know, are like a testament to just, you know, this energy that that we have in our relationship and in theirs. And um, even just what you do, the way that you go out and you you support others and you and you found you find the beauty in other people. Mm-hmm. Like, I really love that about you and and uh, just so happy that, you know, we're a each other's life. So. thank you and uh yes i I couldn't be happier for this opportunity it's been beautiful beautiful night love you (laughs) you. bye